Did you happen? Do you listen to podcasts ever? Uh, I do. Yeah. Did you happen to catch the one with Elon Musk on Joe Rogan's? No, I did not. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Hearing allegedly one of the smartest people working in our time on technology and science and he his idea of what all of this is is pretty interesting yeah i have to listen to it i mean i um <laughs> I, I listen to i guess most of the most i do like joe rogan most of the podcasts i listen to tend to be more on the like uh conspiracy theorist side yeah. and all that kind of stuff you know he's, um, he's got some silly ones, and, and he's got some there's some good stuff but there is a lot of uh, you know information out there where it's you know the, the government is funding throwing massive amounts of money at a company like Tesla and Google and Amazon and so they they don't even need to make money anymore you know they're just because they're funded by the government essentially oh, yeah. and so it's if they lose money it's it's um, it doesn't matter and that's just, that's kind of scary you know in a way because it's all just becoming this one giant corporation you know and eventually it will be one corporation and yeah, um, yeah you I, see it you see it happening even even if you if we don't know what's happening higher up you see it happening on the levels that we can see disney mm -hmm bought Marvel, Disney bought Star Wars, Disney right. bought Fox. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like Dis Walt Disney Corporation is buying up everything in entertainment. And then uh, Apple seems to be buying up everything in technology. Right. And Apple Apple actually tried to buy Disney. Right. Which will probably happen Which someday will or happen something. And you know, then, it'll all be, you know. And, 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 you know, the scary part is, is that all the information then comes from one source. Yeah. You know, and that's where... I really get worried is, is for the world and for everything is that if all the information comes from one source, well then how the hell are you supposed to discern if that source is right or not? Yeah. If there's no way because, and if you think it's three sources, but it's still one source, it, that's a problem, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not happy with any of that stuff. Um, the way, the, the way that the technological, advances and I use those air quotes you know it's like um, we're becoming just you know we're, it's a dumbing down of society you know from technology yeah. for, for other reasons you know for reasons of again it's a whole other <laughs> kind of podcast but um, it's it's a scary thing do you think we've gotten away from the idea of technology when technology came around, it was it was supposed to make our lives easier mm. in a in a way that they didn't they didn't expect this back when back when they created the assembly line for constructing cars. It's like oh, we're going to be able to build a hundred cars a day instead of five, mm. and you're going to get a pay raise because we're going to be able to make more money selling more cars and we're going to be able to pay you more which means you'll only need to work two days a week and you'll mm. have five days off and that was right. that was the whole idea that was selling technology back in the day and and then surprise surprise that's not what happened the the people making more money by selling the cars kept most of it yeah. and the people down at the bottom still need to work five days a week but it seems like it's gone the opposite direction where the people at the bottom need to work 12 days a week right. and 35 hours each day and there's 
not that type. The, well, the, the classes get divided, you know, and the and the, the billionaires and the and the corporations are on one side, and then everybody else is on the other, and we're like little, you know, little ants just working away for this for this the greater good of these people that you know we're doing all the work for them, you know, and, and it's. Um, we think we're happy, we're distracted, and we have all these wonderful things, and we have all these freedoms, and uh, all this great technology in our pocket, and everything's so easy, but it's really a um, kind of a shell game, you know, look over here, look at this hand, but don't look at what this hand's doing. Right. I think there's a ton of that happening, and, um, you know, people have to wake up and start figuring it out, um, because the the end result isn't isn't very good. I mean, you see these sci-fi movies and stuff, and a lot of times they're not they're not far off, you know. Right. When you think about it, it's a bit um, uh, it's a bit strange. Total Recall was on the other day, and uh, you know, flipping through the channel, the original, the original, yeah. you know, and and there were some aspects, some parts in there of us like, man, this isn't that far off, and that movie's twenty years old or something or whatever. It's older, than, older that. than that. Older than That's that. That's how old I'm pretty I am. Sure it's yeah, probably, maybe I was 80, like sixteen. So Eighty nine. Like, yeah, maybe like That's like twenty nine years ago. Right. So you say thirty years. I mean. So it's it's pretty crazy where where it's all going. I don't know, but you know, I, I that and having that's the one thing having an eleven year old. You know, it's like it's for him to figure out and his kids. You know, and I, I can only hope that he looks at things you know objectively and and be, is able to make his own decisions and gather his own news sources and his own references and and looks at history in in the correct way, mm-hmm. not what they tell us history is because most of it's made up i mean you you hope that for him but it's also out of his hands to a certain extent you know if his teachers are teaching him something and they're saying hey you know this is how the events went out and and but then i'm at home telling him the opposite you know and that's that's my job or my you know i i don't agree with a lot of what they teach you know and i don't think I think a lot of it is baloney. Um, the worst one that I saw, the, the most outright lie that I saw, this woman posted on Facebook a picture of her, her kid's new textbook, and it illustrated uh, white people coming to America as um, peaceful. Oh, yeah. And they bought the land off the natives. Oh, I'm sure they cut them a great deal. Yeah, I mean they really. Yeah, and there's and there's this you know this little two dimensional like half painting right. drawing thing of them shaking hands. Oh yeah, right on the shore and you know, scroll of paper yeah. or something. And you know the Native Americans got the big feather yes. hat and just the and it was just amazing. It was a great transaction. I'm sure everybody made out okay. Yeah, you know, and, you know no one got hurt. No one lost right. anything. You know, they, they don't mention genocide in any of the textbooks yeah. for anything either. No. Native American on up. I mean, you, you know, it's happening all the time. I didn't, I didn't know. I legitimately didn't know until I was out of high school. Right. When, and I don't know if it's something people were making a big deal out of. You know, we're all connected much more now than we were 10, 15 years ago with Facebook and Instagram and all of that. So I'm, I'm hoping, but I'm, I'm legitimately unaware of any opposition to Columbus Day up until five, mm. six, seven years ago. Yeah, right. And, you know, a lot of it came about with the North Dakota pipeline being right. constructed right through the Native American territories. And, you know, that happened in winter. And then and then I think the pipeline got built over the summer and then Columbus Day came around and they're like, no, this isn't, we're not going to celebrate this guy. Yeah, I mean, and that's a, that's a, Again, that's a noble, you know, feat. I mean, that's that's a great, 
I love that. I love that people question these things. I love that people don't feel like, you know, that should be celebrated or whatever, but then they'll get worked up about that, but uh, they won't get worked up about other things, you know? You know, and then you go way back. I mean, no one cares about the JFK assassination. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to go way back. And that's, that's, that's a giant event in history. That's a huge event in history that changed the landscape of, of, of what happens. You know, the government, we were in a police state. The government was overthrown that day. And no one cares. You know, no one questions. I mean, some people do. And there's obviously all these little, you know, weirdos who think it's, you know, this kind of conspiracy or whatever, you know, and you go in these little rooms and you find these other people and, and you read and you listen to stuff and you gather information and, and, but, but I don't see anybody, you know, walking up and down the street on, you know, uh, Dealey Plaza where he was killed saying, oh, we need to figure this out, you know, because our government did us wrong. So it's like people get worked up about, it's funny what they get worked up about and what, what they don't. Um, do you think it's, do you think it's a, uh, a choice that has to be made because you can't get worked up about everything. You can't be you can't be upset that cops are killing black people and the JFK assassination and the Lincoln assassination and uh, that there are slaves still existing in countries in Africa and that they're mining diamonds using slaves in South America. You can't you can't actively be. I mean, I'm upset that all of these things are still happening. But it's not something that I can actively put energy into. I can't put energy in all of them. No, right. Because I, I still need to go to work and, yeah. you know, I sleep and that's most of my day. And Yeah, no, and I get that. But I do think that there's probably, um, you know, that people have to wake up a little bit and at least try to, like, you know, educate themselves on, on some of these topics. I think it's just, you know, because it's been, it's still happening now. And yes. a lot of those, it was really great examples you just pointed out. It's like, the, that's going on now. And people aren't paying attention to it now. So if you're not going to pay attention to something that's happening now, or get worked up about something that's happening now, you're definitely not going to get worked up about something that happened 40, 50 years ago. So then 50 years from now, what, so when do you ever just, so you just go about your day to day, you know, trying to survive, trying to pay your rent, trying to do those things. And, and, I, and I agree, we all do it. But I think that's what they want. That's what people, you know, this, the higher-ups, that, that's what they want you to do. You know, and it's a, it's, a, it's a slavish mentality because we're here working away. You can't stop. If, you, if you're even sick a day and you take off of work, you know, maybe you're not going to be able to pay your rent. Yeah. Maybe your job is going to fire you. Maybe so now you can't even be sick for a day, you know. And so it's uh, oh, work from home, you know. Now you can't even have your you can't be home because you don't go to a job that day, but you still work from your house. You're working, you know. And and not that I want anyone to not work. You want to work, go work. But I think there's a lot of things going on in the world, especially today, that people really need to be um, to be more uh, uh, tuned in on, or else they're you know. I think you can get surprised at the state of, of the world and, and wonder how you got there. And it was happening right in front of your eyes. Yeah. You know, you were just staring at your iPhone and updating your Instagram the whole time. So you didn't, you didn't know. You've heard about the working conditions for the Amazon warehouse mm. employees. It's, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the, not, I don't want to say worst examples of what's going on. It's, 
I, I think the slavery issues might be worse than working in an Amazon warehouse. But, oh, sure. But the the conditions of what you just described, you can't get sick. You can't, these, these are people that aren't taking bathroom breaks because right. they're afraid they're going to get fired. Right. And someone told me, and I'm not sure I... I'm, I, I follow the idea of I, I need to see it to believe 100%. Mm-hmm. So I believe that these conditions are bad in this warehouse. I don't know what stories are true and what stories are not. Um, I've heard employees peeing into Gatorade bottles mm-hmm. because they can't take a bathroom break. I hope not, but I also am open to that being a possibility. Someone the other day told me if, if this table is the entire warehouse, everyone's working here. And the bathrooms are in the corners mm. or some like everyone's working over here and the bathrooms are yeah. way over there. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that they're taking into account. It's like a bathroom break isn't step outside that door and you're back in a minute. Or if I if I'm in the restaurant, I'll ask someone to watch my station right. and I'll be gone for 45 seconds because right. I'm running to the bathroom and I'm right. back. And they're like, hey, you can are you going to go like your tables are good. I got them. And I'm like, I'm back already. I hope no, you wash oh, your hands. I wash every hands. every employee must wash their okay, hands before returning. Just making sure. But no, I, I think and piggybacking on that is that so what eventually is going to happen in Amazon is they'll have um, they'll have fully automated warehouses where they won't have employees anymore. Yeah. And they'll maybe it'll work twenty four hours a day. These robots picking stuff out and putting it on a conveyor belt or a drone or wherever it's got to go and getting it to you so you can have your, you know. Uh, headphones, your Beats headphones or whatever, delivered the same day because yeah. you can't wait. You gotta have them. Oh no, we've we've grown so, very impatient as a society, right? Because well, we've also been conditioned to do that. You know, our internet's getting faster. Right. Our our internet's so fast now that we can stream movies. We no longer need to go to Blockbuster and rent a movie. Our internet can just deliver it right to our TVs. We don't need. DVD players anymore because we're not doing DVDs. Everything is just one unit right, right to the TV. Um, our Instagram and our Facebook, you know, I, I can go on there and I can see what you're doing if you're one of those people that posts what you're doing often. Right. I, the news is delivered right to your hands. We don't have to wait for the newspaper in the morning anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, they get, you know, but you're... No one's picketing Amazon for their labor of, you know, the cruelty of labor to right. their, their staff or whatever. You know, nobody's people, people not are, buying. People, I know some people will give me a look and judge when I say like, oh, I, 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 <laughs> I'm doing something really stupid. Um, I'm ordering my groceries on Amazon right, right now because some days I'll be caught up at work. And so if the night before I can put in an order and I get home from work after a nine, 10 hour shift and they're waiting for me, mm-hmm. I now no longer need to go to the grocery store right. and wait in line for 25 minutes behind everyone else that also just got out of work. And But that's what they that. want. And that's what they want. That's that same kind of, you know, now you can work longer and you don't have to stress yeah. about having your groceries. Now you can do whatever. We're gonna get you your groceries and they're gonna show up. And But then where are the food sources coming from? They're dealing with food sources. I have no idea what those are, you know? Um, go to go to Whole Foods now, uh, and since the merger, like the products are different. Yeah, the produce is different. I'm I know it is. It's just not coming from the same sources. It's not as good anymore. And uh, that's a little bit cheaper too. Well, that's what people are happy about. Oh yeah. Oh, give me your Prime email and 
you know, you'll get your 10% off or your 20% off, or this is the deal you'll get if you're a Prime member. If you're not, you're gonna pay the extra dollar for, you know, Annie's, Bunny's, Crackers, or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, that is a scary, people don't see it. It, it. I mean, that kind of information, not that it, it, it could be weaponized, not that it will be, but it could be, but it could be used in ways that, that we don't even understand to manipulate a whole group of people. And because it's convenient to us or it's cheaper or, you know, we're sheep and we just fall right into place, you know. And, and so I try not to uh, tie into that stuff. I don't, um, I don't give them my information. I, I'm not a Prime member. Um, I couldn't care less. I, I shop there less now. I try to shop at more um, local places. Um, ideally, I'd like to just grow my own food, you know, and... I grab I grab all of my vegetables and fruit at a spot called Mr. Kiwi's. There you go, right on the corner. Perfect. They're they're a little bit of a I don't, I don't know if they're a chain or not, uh, but they got Mr. Kiwi's is right on my corner. Little little spot. It's um, owned by the CIA. It's well no because they got Mr. <laughs> Kiwi's and then they've got uh, in Williamsburg they've got Mr. Pena's. So what about Mrs. Kiwi? They need a Mrs. I Kiwi. I don't know. What's wrong with her? I don't know. But every but every day, you know, I see on my way to work if I'm if I'm working lunch, and I'm going I'm heading to the train at like eight thirty. You know, the truck it's it's dropping off giant crates of stuff. So mm-hmm. if I'm grabbing if I need vegetables or fruit on the way home, I know that eh, I got dropped off this morning. Yeah, it's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, I don't. I it's that brave new world thing. You know, I don't know where it's all going. Um, but it, it, and you don't want to have uh, this doom and gloom outlook on everything although I think I do um, a little bit you know um, it's a it's scary it's very I think it's a very scary these times these are really scary times to, to be to be around um, you know but we shouldn't end it on that note no I hope we're not ending our no. podcast on that because that no, would just there was, be awful there was, there was a pause and <laughs> just, just uh, hitting stop and then coming back in later and being like well that was really depressing <laughs> Uh, but that was Dale, everyone. He's Thank a, you, he's everybody. A he's a fine artist. I wear all black. I know. I'm sorry. He's tormented. He's going to cut off his ear uh, soon yeah. so that people can feel his pain and see it or whatever reason he did it for. Um, no, I, I try to not be pessimistic. You know, I, I, I like to believe in people. Um, it's hard most days. Yeah. Because, you know, I work in the service industry and right. the general public is a truly amazing species. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. It's like some some stories people wouldn't believe if I told them. Oh, I know yeah. you would because yeah. you are right there with me. But, like, I, I can't think of any any real on the spot. No, no, I've thought, no th- I, over the years, I mean, so many people say, oh, you should have wrote a book if you wrote all these things down over the course of, you know, 20 years of being behind a bar, you'd have an amazing book. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would. Um, no one would buy because it, Because I... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, that's probably true, but I, you know, I'll... Stories will pop in my head, and I'll talk, talk to people, you know, you just hanging out or drinking beers or something, and stories come up, and, oh, how about this, how about that? And it's like, you, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. You couldn't sit down and, like, Stephen King couldn't come up with some of this stuff, you know? The other day, I had a, a, a family of 11 on a table and not allowed to say where I work but it's it's a top tier restaurant it's it's nice the food is expensive very it's um 
it's one of those that, you know, you there, there's a dress code. I'll put it that way. You, well, can, you can't walk in in flip-flops and shorts. Not that you would. It's October. It's finally cooled down. But it's one of those places. And we had this family come in, and by the end of their meal, the 11-year-old, the, the oldest child, was rolling around on the floor. She nice. was bumping into other tables. Nice. My manager walks up. And she's like, sir, she can't be laying on the floor. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> and, and then like nonchalantly turns away from the manager and, and they were foreign. So in his native tongue, he said, uh, so I'm assuming get up off the floor. You got to go sit down or whatever. And she just like, Ugh. like all of a sudden gravity amplified 50 times. She's just like, oh fine and then like gorilla arms flopping around like hitting everyone at the table and i'm just like can you control your child she was clearly overserved. i mean she, you, you know when we were when we were dropping fault. off the food um they were, her and her cousin or her sister were splitting something and so we bring out empty plates so that we can serve out and I put down the plate with the food on it a little bit out of reach. And she's like, hey, can you put that close enough so that I can eat it? Mm. And I'm like... You could feed it to her, too. You know, just I, it I, was, I was blown away that this 11-year-old just addressed me as such before I had even put the plate down on the table. No. Do you charge for the extra plate? Do you have an extra no. plate charge? No. When is, is that like a diner thing? Has that gone away? Do people complain about that, I guess? I've never heard of... An, you That's know what an gets me... You know what really gets me? Charging different prices for different sizes of tea. Well, I mean, it is more water. <laughs> or how about hot water refills? Hot water Charge refills. for that, too. Oh. You know. I mean, that's... Charge, charge $1.50 for the tea bag. Right. And include the hot water, you know? As much hot water as you want? No Enough way. to you fill a cup. You couldn't do that. Enough to fill a cup that they've decided they're going to serve. That would be good. Right? That I can't help it. I always say I'll take a small, and then I go up like 30 seconds later and I ask for a cup of hot water. Oh, you're that guy. I'm that guy. Okay. Because I'm not paying. I'm not. If it's if it's a dollar fifty for a small and three fifty for a large, I'm paying two dollars for eight more ounces of hot water. That's true. I never. I'm not that guy. That. I'm not that guy. I'm not going to be the guy that pays two dollars for eight. That's ounces why I only drink tea at home. Yeah, I drink a lot of tea at home. I usually do coffee when I'm out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a necessity. Yeah, especially there's, in our business. There's uh, <clears throat> if you're interested, if you do coffee, do you do coffee or do you do like espresso? Or... Uh, just espresso usually. Okay, so you probably wouldn't be interested, but I found a website that sells cold brew coffee bags, uh, three dollars a piece, and you put them in your pitcher of water, like your- Oh, your okay, so it's all set pitcher. up, so you just, yeah. yeah okay. So you just put it in and you leave it there for 24 hours, right. and then you've got five or six cups of coffee that are costing like 50 cents a piece. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because they charge four or five dollars yeah. for a cup of cold brew in yeah. New York now or There's something. There's a yeah. coffee shop right on the corner. I'll ask for the, uh, for the cold brew, and I'll tell them I'm like, very little ice. Because they'll fill the thing up with ice, and then all of a sudden you're getting five ounces of coffee. You're that guy. I'm that guy. You're that guy. Because it's That's the same now. price. That's two. I just, 
I know that that coffee didn't cost him that much to make. I know that my one cup is paying for the entire well, thing. Well, okay, the one, the one, I will, I will say that the coffee prices, um, you know, they, they, you can't raise coffee as much as you can raise other things, and the commodities on coffee um, have increased so much, coffee bean wise and stuff. That if you're buying good coffee. Um, it's not the like windfall that I think people think it is. You know, I have a friend that owns six coffee bars in the city, and um, how much can you charge for a cup of brewed coffee? You can't for a regular cup of brewed coffee. You can't, you can't charge five dollars. Yeah, you can't. I, I don't you think know. you can go above four. Well, right. So even if you're two fifty three dollars for one cup of brewed coffee, it's that's probably not reflecting the increases in you know, in the beans and the labor right. and the rent that you need to, to put that cup of coffee out, the cup itself. I mean, so it's kind of, that's a crazy business, you know, you charge a seven dollars for a double espresso at the restaurant. Yeah. yeah, but you also charge $14 for a baked potato. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You know, I, oh, I, I had, I have an, I had another story, uh, baked potato related customer. Uh, we put the baked potatoes in the broilers and like we, we bake a bunch ahead of time and then we reheat it right. and make sure it's piping hot and then, you know, a little stick of butter inside. Mm -hmm. And I bring it out to her and she sends it back cold. Mm. She says it's cold. I'm watching steam come out of the potato. So it was a slower shift. So I go back to the chef and I'm like, chef, I had this baked potato sent back cold. And he sticks his finger in it because that's what chefs do. Of course. You know, if, it, if the steak is... It's not going back out anyways. It doesn't fish, matter. Yeah, if the fish is raw, he's going to pull apart right. the fish. He's doing all the things. So he sticks his finger in it and he's like, I mean, I guess it's not as hot as it could be, but it's not cold. And I'm like, I know, I'm, I'm sorry. So he tells the woman behind the line, he's like, uh, take a baked potato, put it in, let it get as hot as you possibly can, and then give it to me. So we do that. He uh, he hands it to me, and he's like, anything beyond this, and it's going to dry out and be burnt. So I'm like, all right, great. So I take it out. I, pl I place it in front of her. She takes a bite, and she's like, it's still cold. Whoa. Was she old? She was. She old was, she was past really 60. stuff. Yeah. They want, like, hot. Yeah. That soup has to be boiling. Yeah. I don't so know I, what happens. When you hit a certain age, you're sensory for hot and cold tends to like just disappear yeah i don't know i told i went and i went and got a manager and i take the potato back to the chef i didn't even say anything he just looks at me and he's like he because he sees the potato in my hand and he's like are you kidding and then he walked away he legitimately walked away oh yeah and so i go get the manager and i'm like i've got a guest this potato just can't get hot enough for him. chef says we can't get it hotter. Right. And so the manager goes and talks to the chef, and then the manager comes out with a third baked potato, as hot as it can be, the same temperature as the second one, and has to explain to this woman that we physically cannot get the potato. I think he showed me with the thermometer. He's like, it's 171 degrees inside this potato. That's a hot potato. That's a hot potato. That's a hot potato. Literally. Yeah. Oh. People. It's hard to please people. It is. Especially with potatoes. I like, to t <laughs> I like to tell myself that I've stopped trying, but then, you know, a customer asks me for something, and I find myself running to go get it without hesitation. Of course. But they're guests. They're, they're not guests. customers. I apologize. Customers buy gas. 
guests buy steaks. That's what my old boss used to say. I worked 10 years in steaks. I yeah. for a upscale steakhouse wine bar, you know. And, uh, and so we, we did all these things. That was one of my, my boss and now friend, um, one of his things, you know. And so there were no customers. They were all guests. And, um, but yeah, we'd have guys drink a glass of wine. You know, we, we had 100 wines by the glass, okay? That's a lot. It's hard to manage. And, and we had a lot of good stuff. And people would drink, you know, Duckhorn Cab for 25 bucks a glass or something. That's a good, you know? that's a good one. Good one. And they say, oh, you guys are crazy for charging this or charging that. I know how much Duckhorn costs. I have a seller at home. Oh, I said, you know, you complain about how much this wine costs and you have not said a word about the baked potato that literally I charged you fourteen ninety five for and I think it's like 70 cents so yeah. the markup on the potato I just totally hosed you on but the wine is what you're worked up about and the markup on the you wine know? probably isn't anywhere near that no it's cause... double or tri- it's triple or double yeah. depending on the price point as it gets higher you can only double because how much are you gonna you know right and so it's like you, what are you complaining about you know, I mean, really, it's, but they know better, and, you know, they're wine people or something, you know, so. You also pay for the service, and you pay for the environment. Absolutely. A glass of wine might not be worth $25 it from your bottle in your kitchen or your living room, but you're out in a restaurant. Restaurant needs to keep the lights on. The people working there need to keep their lights on, and. There's insurance. There's, I mean, there's, there's unknown expenses that these people have no idea about. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, nor maybe should they, I don't know, it's not, their, maybe it's not their concern, but um, if, yeah, I mean, you're complaining and it's just, it's unbelievable, yeah. you know. There was a, to kind of tie this all together, there was a piece of artwork in a museum, I forget where it was, uh, but it was someone just kind of painted the words, modern art equals, I could do that, plus yeah, but you didn't. Mm, sure. And that's kind of the same thing. It's like a lot of people will get a plate of food and they'll be like, well, why am I paying $150 for this? I could do this. Yeah, but you didn't. Right. And so, like you said, someone's got to serve it to you. There's, I mean, there's so many factors. When yeah. you cost out that plate, you know, where does all that money go? It's, it's you know. And it's also not a charity. Companies, restaurants, they don't want to break even. Of course. They want to make a profit. Yes. You know, I don't know how much gas costs, you know, to, to, to like put in a big tank, but I know I got to pay $3 a gallon for it. Pretty yeah. sure it is nothing close to that. No, probably not. But, you know? but you got to, you got, you're paying the guy to drive the truck. You're paying the guy that filled the truck. You're right. paying the guy. I don't even know the pilot that flew the gas or the captain that drove the boat with the gas. Yeah. You're paying all those guys. Everybody. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Which ties into the other discussion of, you know, what we get worked up about and what we don't, you know. Yeah. Yes. Can you, do you want to get worked up that <laughs> gas is $3 a gallon? Because then you got to get worked up that you're actually paying this guy, this guy, this right. guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and money's going back overseas. Your $3, probably a lot of it goes overseas. You right. want to get upset about that? I do. I want to get upset about everything. Yeah. I want everybody to be upset about everything. That would make me really. That happy. would be such an interesting. Everybody was just upset. And trying society to would it. collapse within maybe. itself. But maybe it would be, maybe it would level itself out eventually. It would. You know, it, it would, would but it would kind of. Like, but you know, Fox News wouldn't be a thing anymore if everyone was upset about it. 
Right. Like Fox News and CNN, the two opposites, right. are telling such different stories. If everyone was upset about everything, they would notice and then they would get upset and then something would give. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's just, you know, again, it's, uh, it's like a, it's like, um, it's like a play, you know, like government or these things is like, um, you know, it's a, it, it's a, it's a farce, you know, and it's a play and they put on a show. So they give you these two parties, you know, or three parties or whatever. And they say, this is your party, you know, and then, you know, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, whatever. And, uh. You know, all that is, it's just a scam because they, they, it's all the same. It's all coming from the same thing. They're telling us that we only have two choices. And we're like, okay, well, I guess we got to choose between these two things. For a job, for a job that's stupid, like, if you, if, if, and also, uh, I think he's going to get reelected for, this, for the same thing, for the same reason. People aren't going to be upset enough. Not enough people are going to care enough to try to change it. Well, he's, he's the perfect president because, you know, he's, uh, he's not a politician. And so business as usual can go on behind the scenes. And these guys who have been, you know, working in, in a shadow government or, um, you know, playing their, their little war games or, you know, running their businesses behind the scenes, he probably doesn't even know anything about it. So he's the perfect president. You just prop him up there and he'll just do whatever and, and you're running your business business as usual he's the he's the best guy to have in there for that did you hear about the editorial the uh, anonymous to the to the editor that came out for the New York Times oh yeah sure yeah oh yeah yeah sure where where he was basically saying don't worry there are adults in the room and he goes on to say that they've literally grabbed stuff off of his desk when he wasn't looking that they didn't want him to see. I mean, he probably wrote it for God's sakes. Like, that's the whole point. It's like, I don't even know anymore what is like, everybody, if everybody's so worked up, again, against the, well, look at this hand, don't look at this hand, you know, don't, don't pay attention to what this hand is doing. And it's, if everybody's worked up and they're all fighting against each other because of red, blue, Democrat, Republican, whatever, liberal, right wing, left wing, all these things, it's like, then the, the stuff that really goes on, no one's even like, no one's paying attention to. Well, there's too many distractions. Right. People are worked up. People, you know, we've got the Kavanaugh thing that happened. People are worked up about it, but no one's talking about it anymore because the weekend happened and people right. went out on right. the weekend and college football is back and professional football's back. So that's your Saturday and Sunday. And then you got to go back to work and you're probably hung over on Monday. Sure, but, exactly. And then, so you're going to, there's, you know, people's attention span is so small these I mean go, look I mean I I had just um was talking to someone yesterday about uh, I, I she was at the studio and we were got to talking and I don't really know her that well but it turns out we basically kind of grew up together in the same town ish and we knew we had a lot of common friends mm-hmm. and um you know we were at a lot of the same parties and you know and I said you know, well, you know, what we did at 17 or 18, it's, you know, the, it's, uh, those days are over kind of thing, you know. So if anyone looks back to anyone's high school record, and I'm not excusing anybody's behavior or whatever, but it's like, man, you could find all kinds of stuff on anybody because yeah. we make really bad decisions a lot of times in our lives. And so you know, it's just like if at any point if I, if I wanted to do something or 
whatever. I had some job or whatever. And then he started looking at all the things that I was, you know, I was arrested for graffiti before I was 18. That'll pop up. Yeah. Oh, he was in, he got arrested. He was in jail, this and that, blah, blah, blah. These are the guys he used to hang out with. They sold drugs, whatever it is. And all of a sudden, all that stuff comes up. I'm not, I have, that person is, is dead for me. I'm, I'm a father, I have a career, I've, you know, I don't even know who that person is anymore. And so it's just, it's funny when, you know, I would love all these politicians, all of them, every one of them, to put their high school, you know, careers, records, and everything. Obama, anybody, I don't care who it is. Let's see it all, because there's no innocent parties. No, I'm sorry. absolutely not. And so, you know, that's the thing I think that gets me worked up, is that, but if you come out and say it, and you have a bunch of feminists or a bunch of women who are going to be, oh, you, he's a rapist. Look, I'm, he's probably a terrible person. I think most politicians are probably terrible people. You don't get that to that level without, you know, losing humanity, breaking a few humanity. eggs here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but if you can't tell that that's an, uh, an inopportune moment to just like try to fry somebody, you, you're just not, you're not using your brain, you know? And so it, that's, that's what I want from people or from, from my son or whoever. It's like just independently look at the situation with blind, you know, don't, don't go by the news and what other people are saying to you. Make your own decisions and, and make, and don't worry about what other people think, you yeah. know. If, 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 that's the other thing is now we can't, we can't get anybody mad anymore, right? You, you can't say what you want to say anymore because you're going to offend, if you're in a group of eight of your friends and you say one thing about something, Six of those people are going to be, you know, oh, you're a racist, or you don't like this, or you're this, or oh, he's pro this, or whatever. No, I'm just trying to have a conversation. You can't have conversation anymore. And that's really scary. That's scary because that's how, that's how you learn, and that's how you... That's how we grow and as people. And that's, and that's also what freedom of speech is. No, that doesn't that's, exist anymore. No, because you, to, to be able to speak freely, you, you need to be able to risk offending someone. Absolutely. And that... That risk should be taken in not in an attempt to hurt someone no. or or hurt their feelings, but to start a dialogue right. and and get a conversation right. going. Because if I say something, if I were to say something that offended you or your family or your heritage or something, and I was just ignorant, I should I should say it because then. You're gonna be there, and you're gonna be like, "Hey, like, you're you're missing a few things." Right. And then all of a sudden, I've learned and I've grown, and now I'm not gonna say that anymore. Um, I have, I have a couple friends that are back in Michigan, and you know, Michigan Midwest. It's very white outside mm-hmm. of Detroit. Um, dropping the end bomb. <laughs> left and right right don't care and i'm like you're you're a grown white yeah. man right. that is afraid to go into the city <laughs> right. of detroit right and and yeah. and it's like well it's just a word you know they can use it we can use it like what's the difference and i'm like well the difference is that your ancestors owned their ancestors right. you know and that's you know and there's more arguments to be made but like that's, that's the dialogue that needs to happen. Oh, I mean, yeah, but then again, it, it piggybacks on like the, you know, so I heard, a, uh, I was listening to a podcast uh, the other day, driving in the car, and, and this guy was talking about uh, the railroad being built in this country, 
you know, back uh, 1800s, whatever, and when they're trying to get from East Coast to West Coast. And the, um, the Chinese that built the railroad were basically slaves. Yes. And someone did a calculation where they were actually paid less than actual slaves in the South who were working on plantations. And their living conditions were worse, and everything, they were just in a far worse situation than slaves in, in plantation in the South, right? If you say that, oh my God, forget about it. Yeah. I mean, if, if you start talking about that, it's like the party's over, you know? And, but why can't, that's just a factual discussion. That's a real, like... Well, there's, know. I think there's, there's an effort to maintain this picture that's been painted of, mm. of uh, black people in America being dealt the worst hand. Well, sure. But, I mean, yeah, no, but, definitely. I, I think there is a narrative that, yeah. that, that has been... And I, they, look, it's, it's terrible. That, that whole part of history is awful and no one should be treated that way, you know. But there's, there are bigger atrocities than the Holocaust. There's been Holocausts all over the world. But you can't say that. That have been... Ha- right, you can't say that. Yeah. Right, so that's the problem. Why can't you say that? Why can't that conversation take place? Because then you're educating people. And say, wow, really? You know, 30 million people died here? I can't believe it. You know what I mean? Or what happened in Russia after World and these, War II? Or, you know, these aren't even opinions. These are statistics. It's, it's these are like factual information. These are like, well, it's, this number of people died in this one, and this number, which is a lot more, died here, and it went on for longer. That, right. I'm, I mean, but you'll get run out of it, town. You'll, oh, get, yeah. you'll get, you know, they'll be with pitchforks and, and like, you know, ready to just run you out. You, you can't do it. So, I mean, we just did it. Maybe they'll come for me, but, you know, it's, uh, but not I, that I, many people listen. That's to this. a good point. <laughs> Maybe later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's a, pro- I think good, good dialogue is, is important. I think it's the most important. I, I agree. think that's how, I think that's how we learn. I think that's, I mean, that's how information was passed along back before, uh, before computers, it was stories, you know, written or spoken. That's that's what would happen. But go to the bar now. I mean, you you. So you're standing on one side of the bar. You got four people sitting in front of you. They're all they, on their phones, and they probably know each other. Yeah. So now they're not even speaking to each other. Heads down, screen. You know, heads, faces illuminated by their screen, not talking to each other. Well, we're also not satisfied with anything. You know, you you make plans. Say it's you and I, and we go out to a bar. And for sake of argument, we're those two people. We're on our phones. Right. Um, I've seen it happen. You know, people are checking Snapchat. They're checking Instagram. They're seeing what other people are doing. Right. Be, even though even though they made plans to go out to this bar right. and be with their friends, and maybe they're watching a game or something, or maybe maybe they haven't seen each other and they're catching up. But you know, people people and it's also they ultimately choose their own demise in that way it's like mm. well if you're not satisfied with what you're doing then why are you doing it if you right. want to be at the club with with the women that you're stalking on snapchat you know where they are go meet up with them or reach sure. out or schedule something like that instead of of scheduling something that you know in the back of your mind you're gonna end up being bored with there was a i don't know if it was a stat i can't remember who i was talking to it might be my friend in tucson who, who works uh at this restaurant I used to work at and there was they were having it was either a story or they were actually getting complaints that the server was taking too long to get to the table and the actual issue was that the server was going to the table but the person was on their phone talking texting or involved in whatever they were doing 
that the server actually said, I'll give you a minute, I'll be right back. They never even realized the person came to the table. Then the server comes back after they put their phone down or 30 seconds after, and the person's like, well, where the hell is my server? It's been 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, no, they were there. They were there within the first two minutes. You were just too dumb to realize because you're on your phone, not paying attention. You know, so that's, and I'm, I'm guilty. Of, I'm not saying I'm not guilty of it. I play chess on my phone, like, probably more than I should be, you know. And Pseudo kids. My wife will be talking to me or something, and I'll be like, my face will be in the screen trying to, you know, play this game or something. And it's, it's just, I'm aware of it. I'm not proud of it. But, you know, but the first thing people do now is, is when they sit down somewhere, they just pop open their phones. And it's like, you know. I thought you were going to tell a different story. Um, <laughs> the one that I thought you were going to tell I think is, is as interesting. It was uh, a restaurant like six, seven years ago noticed that they were serving significantly fewer people, mm. but they were always busy. Like open to close, they were, they were always busy, but they noticed that their cover count went down and they were also, they were also getting more food sent back to the kitchen cold mm. and their table, their table times, uh, guests at a table, normally an hour it was now up to like an hour and a half mm -hmm. and they were trying to figure out what was happening were the servers moving slower was the kitchen moving slower right. this or that so they have a company come in and install cameras and watch and analyze the tapes and they found out that and they analyzed the security tapes from back in the day they found out that the kitchen was moving just as efficiently as always the servers were moving better than the servers were before they were moving faster and more efficiently Food was arriving at the table, and people were spending the first five, ten minutes taking pictures oh, of it. right, sure. And they weren't eating right. it right away. Right. And then, so five, ten minutes of taking pictures. You've got something like fish mm. that's pretty oh. light and, oh, yeah. and, and sitting at the top, mm -hmm. and that's going to get cold of by the time you're done taking Absolutely. pictures. And so that's, yeah. that's your refire. That's, that's loss of uh, product slash money because they're not paying for two salmon. You're right, paying for the one that they sent back. And but so. what do you do? Make them check their phones in at the front? You make a cell phone free zone? A lot of comedians are having people checking their mm, phones as they yeah. walk in because, you know, it's a show. You're paying to go see a show. Mm -hmm. You want people to see the show. People were posting videos of these comics right. and these shows. And a lot of times it's when they're workshopping stuff. You know, before before they go on this big tour that has a name right, attached to it, they're out. they're in the clubs. You know, they're they're polishing. They're sure. working on. You know, does this joke work? Does it work in this demographic? Does it work in? You know, maybe something works in L.A. but it doesn't work in New right. York. Right. Maybe it something won't work in Georgia that'll kill in Montana. You know, right. yeah. stuff like that. And you know, it they they don't want the pressure of having stuff get out before right. it's of ready. Of course, of course. You know. Control the message a little. Maybe, maybe, I mean, when, you know, back, you know, because i am been around a little longer, but they used to have smoking sections in restaurants. You oh, used yeah. to be able to smoke, right? I so you walk that. into a restaurant, it was smoking or non. Yeah. Was the first thing the hostess would, would ask you. Not that it made a difference because there was no partitions anyway. Right. It was just kind smoking of Smoking and non, the two booths right. were right next to each other, sharing so, a short wall. Maybe now there'll be a cell phone or non. You know, when Maybe. you walk in, you know, you say, oh, yeah, cell phone. And you go there and you can take your little, you know, selfies with your food or whatever. And then the non is people actually discussing things, talking, having conversation, getting better service, yeah. eating their food hot. Um, and it's awesome. And maybe people would want to do that. There's a fun game that uh, friends of mine have instituted at the table. 
everyone puts their phone on top of each other, and the first person to uh, crack and check their phone, they're picking up the bill. Whoa. So, you know, you got four or five people. All of the phones are sitting in the center. Love that. And we we ignore them. That's because, great. Because... Have you, know, you cracked? Have you, have you had to pay before? No, I have a friend, Christian. Uh, I'm going to call him out. And, you know, we're pretty deep into this. He may listen. He may not. Yeah, pe- but, most people have turned yeah. this off by now. but um, <laughs> Which is a shame because we really hit our groove. We, yeah, we're, 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 yeah, we're flying there, yeah. Uh, but he's always on his phone. He has. Mm-hmm. He's one of the guys that has two phones. Oh, wow. And... Uh, he's very important too, <laughs> but he's he he can't do it. We tried to do it once uh, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, when we were just at a bar and we put all of our phones down and and then we didn't really institute the rules. But I kind of said like, all right, no one pick up their phones now. We're gonna we're gonna have a conversation with our eyes and our mouths right. facing each other. And two minutes later, he's reaching over and I'm like, dude, don't do it. He's like, I gotta check something. Like, <laughs> I got to. I've got to check. It. I've got to check I've this. Got to do it. I'm like, all right, well, you're paying for everyone. He's like, I never agreed to that. And then he walks out and he makes a phone call. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a, we are addicted and uh, it is a real thing and it's quite scary because, you know, when you, so I, I think it, it you, you stop. So I, I haven't updated my phone and I have a 5S or something. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes fun of me. It's some tiny phone. It works kind of when it wants, but it's good enough. I'm happy with it. Um, but I, I, I know people, they want the 10X or S or whatever's out now, the new thing, blah, blah, blah. And I, I think that you eventually give up after a little while. And I don't know if it's an age thing or you just get educated. But the scary part for me is the people who, they are so addicted to it and that the conveniences and the speeds and the, all these things, as it gets faster and more efficient, they just want that thing. And so the end result is having something implanted in your ear or your arm or in your glasses so that you don't need to actually physically have something that you're going to lose or break or whatever. And so, yeah, I'll sign up. And that is scary when people want to sign up for that stuff. Because in my mind, I go, well, who the hell would want to do that? You'd be crazy. Well, there's going to be 50 people online to do it or more. And you're just like, wow, that that happened. You yeah. know, so it just keeps progressing, you know, and, and the time, all the things where I'm like, oh, yeah, but that's not going to, there's no way that's going to happen. It's just like, it happens. It happened. It's, it just happens. It's really amazing, you know. Self-driving cars, the next thing, you know, this and that. And it's just like, wow. There are people know? signing up to be the first people to help colonize Mars. Right. We yeah. can't land on the moon, but we're going to colonize Mars. Yeah. People, yeah, yeah, the same people. The same people are like, oh, the moon landing was fake, but I'll go to Mars. I'll right. colonize Good luck. Mars. Yeah. They can't get on the moon and back, but you're going to go to a, a further planet that's even more hostile. You think we didn't make it to the moon? or We you did not land on the moon. We didn't There's land on no moon. way. Why aren't we there right now? I don't know. I was thinking this the other day, driving in the car, there, there was some, some story on the news about a space station, Russia crashed a rocket or was trying to send people to the space station and... And it was like, oh, wow. So we have people floating around in the space station in orbit. But we can't, like, just get them on a little little craft, a little little aluminum foil tripod craft that we used in the 60s or whatever and land them on the moon and get them back up to the spacecraft. You know, we can't do that now. We can do it back then, but we can't do it now. Why can't we do it? It's crazy. So I don't, I, I'm, I don't believe that. I don't think the Earth is flat. But I, uh, but I really, I would have a Let's hard just be time. Clear. I'm not one of those guys. I have a hard time believing. And There's, the reason why is again is that same. I have a million reasons, but um, 
it all the information comes from one source. Yeah. I have no other source. So I either take your word for it or you, or I don't or I question it. Right. I question it. That's all. And it's and it's coming from the government. Right. It's, it's coming from the same. It's not like they're trying to hide anything. Right. No, of course yeah. not. They're amazing. You know, I would they would never do yeah. that. You know, they never lie to you. So so yeah, no, I have a I I really really want us to land there to to but then it, the story won't come out anyway. Or may, maybe it will. And maybe no one will be worked up anyway. Maybe if in 150 years from now, the story comes out. You know what? It was just a prop film. It was propaganda. We were yeah. trying to beat the Russians. We had this whole thing going on. Morale. We were carpet bombing you know, Vietnam and all this stuff. And we were just trying to distract people. We're sorry. We really never landed there. But we're probably going to do it now. Do you think anyone really care? I don't know if anyone would care. I don't know. Because, I mean, it depends on when it comes out because... If all those old people were dead, if, I'm saying. If, 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 people, if people that weren't directly lied to when it was happening are all dead, right. probably not. That's what I mean. So pick an event that happened in like the 1800s or something, or 1700s, I don't even know. And, and if they were to come out right now and go, you know what, guys, we found out that this thing never happened. Thomas Jefferson didn't write the Whatever, right? Would you care? I couldn't care less. I'd be like, I knew it. Yeah. be happy, you know, but, but so I think, I mean, I don't know, I hope, but that's what's going to happen. I'll be long gone probably, but you know, I, I just, th- these, these are the things that I think about, you know, and these are the things that I like to, yeah. you know, fantasize about like, oh, this is going to be great when this thing finally comes out. It didn't really happen, you know, and everybody thought it did. And, you know, um, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of, I don't want to say hype. That's not the right word. I think anticipation for the, uh, the JFK files to be unlocked. Well, but they'll all be redacted and like, that, yeah. you know, it's, there's just no way that, that is, I mean, if you want to, um, there's a, anyone who wants to really get into the JFK thing, there's a woman that, um, her name is May Brussel and she, this is way back as it, she was alive while it was happening. And she went through the whole Warren report and it's like, uh, I'm listening to her right now. She's long gone. Of course, fast-acting cancer died. Yeah. Government killed her. Yeah. But um, I'm listening to her tapes. There's someone archived all the tapes. And it is just unbelievable that, you know, <laughs> it's clear as day. It was, you know, this, it, it was way larger than one guy yeah. who was supposed to be this loner or whatever. I mean, this is a whole other podcast. But, but look at Mae Brussel. Listen to what she had to say, and you will. I'm only through two years. I'm on. I went through 1971 and 1972 right now, and I think she went all the way up into the 80 something, early 80s. So I'm going like through the aftermath. Half, that it's an hour show. Happen. It's yeah. an hour show every week in California. They were doing it in San Francisco, I think, Bay Area, and it's fascinating. The stuff that she like. She she was a filing maniac. She's a, she's a very eccentric person. But the files that she um, she collected, she had a filing system. So she was reading eight to ten newspapers a day from all different places in the country, getting them, cutting out articles, and filing and cross-filing them in an actual physical like filing cabinet. And I, I mean, hundreds of thousands of files probably. And and when she she could predict events that were happening based on what the news was going to be. So she got very involved in the Robert Kennedy assassination, very involved in JFK assassination. Um, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all of these things, and uh, you know James Earl Ray and Sirhan Sirhan. It's like it's unbelievable, and you listen to this stuff, and you just like 
you can't believe that anyone would think, you know, that the magic bullet theory is like real or something. It's just yeah. like so amazing. And so, so I think about that, you know, like maybe a hundred years from now, it comes out where they say, you know, there were, we're not saying the government did it, but there were more parties involved in it than just Oswald. You think anyone would care? No one's going to care. By that point, everybody's going to be like, ah, we knew it anyway. Yeah. You know, so I think that's what I like. Like, as time goes on, things get tired or they, people, the people that get worked up about it, you know, Neil Armstrong punches somebody in the face because he asked me if we landed on the moon. Well, Neil Armstrong's dead now. John Glenn, whoever, they're all gone. Let's say all the astronauts. Anyone who had any part to do with that that would take it personal is gone. Like Buzz Aldrin is still around. So once he's gone and whoever else and everyone, and, uh, you know, and they talk to somebody 50 years from now and say, well, yeah, it was actually a film made in Laurel Canyon in California, and, you know, this is why we did it, and blah, blah. I'd be like, my, my kids' kids will be like, cool, yeah. who cares? They're not going to be worked up about it. And I think that's eventually what, what will come out maybe, you know, um, or not. Or they'll still be teaching it 100 yeah. years from now as this rah-rah weirdness, you know. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I guess time will tell on that one. My dad tells me that uh, someone went to the NASA museum mm. and, you know, jumped the barrier when no one was looking and climbed up to the pod right. that came back down to right. Earth. Sure. Went from when they made it back mm -hmm. from the moon. Mm -hmm. And the hatch looks big enough for a person from down where right. you're supposed to be. Sure. But it's up like 15 feet. Right. He gets up there and he's like, I couldn't fit through that hatch. Right. And he's just, he's a normal sized guy. But is it supposed to be the real, like... It's supposed to be the real, it's supposed to be the real one. Right. Yeah. And he's like, it's a prop. But we did it, we did it, what did we land, like six or seven times, whatever we, I don't even know, perfectly every time, not one mistake. Yeah. You can't park your car, and they could never practically simulate anything, because it was not... You can't simulate right. the gravitational you can't simulate the gravitational pull. So... It's like, it would be like asking someone to park a boat, parallel park a boat or something. You've never driven a boat and don't like hit these two marks or yeah. something. I'll get it right. Or the boat's going to explode essentially or whatever. My dad, my, dad parks a boat. my dad parks a boat two, three times a week because he goes out every weekend and it's still, I mean, he gets it right like 97% of right. the time, but sometimes, sometimes we're up too far and right. we need to physically grab the, the poles and pull ourselves yeah. back. It's amazing. It's really, that's incredible. I mean, that's, but like my mom, I mean, I love her to death, you know, and, and obviously, you know, she's my mom, but like if I talked to her and she'd be like, well, of course we landed on the moon. Yeah. Like, of course. Well, how that's, you that, say we that's, that that's the generation. Yeah, not, so that's my point. Yeah. It's like when that generation's gone and my generation's gone and maybe after me or something, it's like the, the, the effect is worn off and yeah. no one, who cares? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, since we're on the idea of conspiracies and, and things that we, we are, can only speculate as to whether or not it's happening or happened, um, do you think that time travel is a real thing? Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. Cause there's, cause, that would cause, be so cool. Because like, I fall down the holes sometimes on YouTube, and oh, I yeah. watch conspiracy videos, yeah. and you know, there's the suggested links, and it's like 10 video clips that suggest time travel is real, and you know, I'm sure a lot of them are fake, but you know, one or two of them might be real. I don't know. I'm not there. You know, I'm watching videos on YouTube. It's, it, you know, movies can look realistic these days. You never know what someone can do at home, but... 
I know uh, Stephen Hawking invited, Stephen Hawking held a party and he didn't tell anyone about it until after the party. Like he sent out the invites for a party Monday night on Tuesday. Whoa. Waiting to see if anyone would show up. Because if anyone showed up, that means that they got the information by traveling through time. Because no one knew about the party when it was happening. They only knew about it after. Did anyone show up? No. Ah, oh, what a letdown. I know. Well, God, I, mean, I was hoping at least one person would show up. Well, I mean... Maybe he didn't send it to the right look, people. Also, they told... I mean, he made it public. I mean, it's now a pretty well-known thing. So if time travel still exists right. 50, 100 years in the future, they could go back. Also, we could be in the timeline that... True. Right. They didn't show up. And, right. you know, they go back and they do show up. That creates a new timeline. Sure. And Justin and Dale are on that podcast. Right. And they're talking about, oh, you know, it's well known and established yeah. that time travel exists. I, I think anything is possible. Yeah. I, I, my mind is open to absolutely everything because I just, things that I don't understand or whatever, but I know, I mean, technological advancements and there's people working on things now that just we don't even know about and and maybe a lot of them are sponsored by big money and, and government projects or whatever but I mean there's there's things that we, we can only imagine or dream up in a, in a movie that is probably even you know behind what they're doing now probably yeah. more advanced than the wildest things we could think about you know because there's guys that are way smarter than me that have way more means and have way more, you know, uh, support support crews to, to make these things happen. And so I, I think that there's some incredible things going on. And that's, and okay, so this ties back to the moon. You know, all this technology we have and all these things that we have, it's like, so I can't just get in a rocket and like land on the moon now? Why can't we, why don't we have that technology? Like we lost the technology to do that because NASA claims they can't do it now. We can't get there now. They can't do it we now. can't get there now. So That's did we forget weird. about the technology? Did we did we lose it? Did we what's going on? That how did we go back technologically from the sixties? That we, doesn't make any there's, sense. There's no chance that that's true. There's no chance that that's true. Um, yeah, I would imagine. You know, that I I can think of two possibilities. We we did make it, mm -hmm. and we just don't want to go back. Why not? I don't know. Why don't you want to go back? You just want to go just maybe, to show that you can go? Maybe there's nothing there. I don't know. This is this is one reality. The other one is we never made it and we never had the technology and when we do, then we're going to say hey, we're going to go back to the moon. We finally, you know, we we found water or right. something. Right. And so now we're going to go see if it's a viable thing if we can possibly colonize the moon. But let's say the biggest business would be to, to put all your energy into or efforts into using some kind of environmental condition or something that's on the moon and turn that into a business, okay? And resources unlimited. Like let's say you're going to warehouse things on the moon and, and I don't even know. Someone can think of some kind of idea. Yeah. Wouldn't businesses try to take advantage of that because it's well, like it's free real estate? It's or some kind of cheap real estate or yeah. some or whatever. I don't even know what, how that would even work. But so why aren't Amazon or these other companies or these things just like planting their flag on the moon Tesla's right now? Tesla's trying to get to Mars, right? But so why? Or SpaceX. Is, so don't you? So do you think that? So here's the other thing: is that you know, 
if Tesla is a company that's supported by our government or something and, and you want to really get Tesla to move into like the next, to be the thing, you know, maybe Tesla will, air quotes again, put somebody on Mars. Or maybe they'll just film it. Yeah. And make it seem that way. And now Tesla's like, wow, we put somebody on Mars. Amazing. You know, boy, here's our guy. This is the guy. Elon Musk is amazing. Whatever, you know. And then all of a sudden that becomes like the thing, you know. Um, I, I don't line. know. Because why would you go to Mars? Why don't you just go to the moon again? I'd be pretty amazed if Tesla was like, hey, we sent a rocket. We sent a person to the moon just to do it. And we did some kind of environmental experiments on the moon. I'd be just as amazed if they got there as if they got to Mars as if they got to Pluto or something. Oh yeah, I mean, it's all You're the leaving all the, the atmosphere the and landing on another planet. Yeah. It's pretty damn amazing. It's just the only thing that changes is are you going this distance or are you going right. this distance? Right. Exactly. So just do that. No, that's not going to happen. You know. So, or it is, maybe it is, but I won't have the money to afford the ticket. No. Nor will you. Well, maybe we will. Who knows? But you know. And you might, you might make that great painting. It's true. That is true. Maybe, maybe that one, one painting that gets yeah. me to the moon. <laughs> and I might make, I might make a good movie, and and then they'll pay me for a subpar movie after that. But they'll pay me more because that yes. seems to be what happens. That's what happens, right? You know, you win an award, and then you go on, and they pay you twenty million to be in this movie that you have no business being in. Like snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane, man. Uh, you, know. you know, as soon as Samuel L. Jackson starts aging, though, I'm sure they'll they'll pay him less. That's never gonna happen. I know it's not. a handsome fella. He you is. Jeez. Have you seen the trailer for Glass? No. The M Night Shyamalan movie? No. Have you? No. Did you ever see Unbreakable? Uh, I you know I didn't. I'm, I'm really like bad. At, you know, it's all right. Living a little. It bit was it was M Night Shyamalan wanted to make a comic book. Oh like, right, superhero right. Okay, type yeah, movie. Sure. That's probably why I didn't watch it. You um, and I have had the superhero discussion. Yeah. But this, Although I'm this getting thing. into. Uh, not to digress from your question, uh, um, what's the one, uh, the war one that was out, Civil War, not Civil War. Uh, Avengers, the Avengers. Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. that was a big one in my house, and yeah. I was actually really into it. Yeah, it's um, a good movie. It was it's wonderful, and I really like Iron Man. Yeah. Um, those are really good ones. So I'm slowly um, adopting the uh, comic book culture movies. So now, go ahead, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. But. It's, it's, it just looks really good. Um, on, it's it's M Night Shyamalan's like comic book universe, and there's only a few. Pe there's like three people with powers, mm -hmm. and in the first movie, it's uh, it's Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson, and they're opposites. Oh, cool! Bruce Willis is unbreakable. He he finds out about his powers when he's on a train and it crashes, and everyone dies, but he walks away untouched. He's in a hospital. They're, they're like doing his blood pressure, and. They're like, what do you remember? And he's like, oh, I was on the train and I saw this woman and then I woke up here. And like in the movie, she, they, she walks past and they like make eye contact and then crash. And he's like, why, what's going on? And he's like, well, and there's another guy like dying, like one hospital bed over. And he's like, in about 10 seconds, you're gonna be the only person to survive that train crash and you don't have a scratch on you. And so he, he comes to find out like he's bulletproof. Oh wow. Um, he's in the basement with his kid, his kid, He's like working out. His kid keeps putting more weights on the bench, and he like can still push it up. Oh, like nice! They, the they put all the weights on it. They put, throw paint cans on it. I think the kid gets on it like like a thousand pounds, and just he can crushing do it. it. But Sam Jackson's character is the opposite. His paper, his skin is like paper. His oh, glass, no. his, his bones are like glass, and um, oh no! 
So they did. Doesn't sound like a very good superhero. If no, that. it's no, it's the opposite. But he's a genius. Mm. And then um, in the second one, which just came out last year with James McAvoy, where he has all the different uh, personalities. Okay. Um, that's the sequel, and no one knew it was a sequel. They just knew it was an M Night Shyamalan movie. Ah, cool. But he's got thirteen different personalities. Whoa. And um, the idea is the psych the psychologist in it says different personalities can adapt different physical attributes. Okay. And so the 13th personality is called the beast and he's supposed to be like a lot stronger and faster and this and that. And so the third one, Glass, is coming out. Yeah, It's going to cool. be like Bruce Willis versus James McAvoy. I'll wait and I'll watch all three back to back. You know? It looks good. It's going to be good. But that's not the third movie that I'm most excited about. What's the third one? How to Train Your Dragon Part 3. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's a big one in my house, too. That's, uh, that's some good ones. It's, uh, yeah. I, 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 I get behind those. I like those. I think they're, um, they're made well. They are. I enjoy it. You know? we've, I've, been, I've been waiting a long time for this one, too. It's going to be like seven years. Wow. Yeah, I guess it has. I don't part remember, two. but it's pretty amazing. And it went into production pretty quickly, because Part 2, I think, did very well. I'm sure. But, I think I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. When did part one come out then? A long time ago. 2009 or 8? Wow, that long ago? Yeah. Amazing. Gee, I never thought of it Yeah, that long ago. Time flies. I'm going to get a toothless tattoo somewhere. Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. I'll draw it for you. If you want to. Yeah, of course. You're going <laughs> to hide something in it. Yeah, yeah, hide, maybe. You're going to hide different, like, I don't even know. Moon landing. Moon landing. In, in there, you know. Time travel conspiracy <laughs> theories. Right. Time travel. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. This is this is dangerously close to two and a half hours. What? I think we might have been in a time warp here. Yeah. Right? How did that happen? That, two and a half hours? I think so. I think we started at one and we're at it's three seven. I'm gonna look at my phone for the first time yeah, right? during this podcast and uh, it's not turning on. It's oh, of course. Phone. But that's yeah, crazy. 317. Holy cow, wow. Time flies. I didn't think I had that much to say. Yeah. Um, wow, interesting. Okay. Uh, before we sign off, do you have do you have a showing or a gallery opening? or? Um, so there's an opening right now. I'm with, uh, I'm, thank you. Well, yeah. I guess this is what they, they call it, a plug. Yes. <laughs> a plug. Uh, I'm with uh, Williams Fine Art Gallery in uh, Wenham, Mass., which is in uh, north of Boston. Uh They've got a show right now. Uh, she actually has a pop-up gallery uh, up there right now. So there's a, a, a part from the main gallery. So I have a show right now going on. And, um, you know, I'm prepping for I'm, a friend of mine, uh, Kevin, and I are thinking about doing a, a small kind of focused show at the uh, Salma Gundy Club, which is an arts club in, uh, in New York City. Um, and we're thinking about doing that sometime uh, maybe in the spring. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. Cool. Um, is, there, is there a website, do you, your website, where people could find out that information? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, my name, dalesinkowski.com. Um, you can check the spelling maybe on the podcast. But, yeah, um, I'll attach a link. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. And, yeah, there, I keep all my teaching information on there, my workshops, and then uh, any shows that I have coming up. Um, obviously, Instagram, I'm trying to get better at it. I hate it, but I'm... I'm just bad about putting my work out there, but um, I try to do a post a week. It has not happened, uh, but I keep telling myself I will do a post a week. So check out my Instagram, and maybe you'll get a post a month. 
Um, it's at Dale Zinkowski. It's at Dale yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Now I'll listen to all the other podcasts. You don't um, need to listen. Your, all your past ones because I didn't want to have any preconceived ideas going into to this one. So. Well, now you know what it's all about. I love it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks great. for coming on. Appreciate man. it, man. Yeah, that's Thank a handshake you. in case you couldn't hear Yeah, it. for all you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>